We're, we're live anyways. <laughs> are we live? Is Johnny live right Five now. alive? Oh, great movie. Is or, it though? Or, or, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> As a child, circuit. I really enjoyed it. As a child, right. I really enjoyed it. I remember watching it with my mom. And when Johnny Five flies out of the spoiler alert for Short Circuit, folks, uh, I know. Yeah, because it was only 1985. So good yeah, yeah, he that. flies out of the back of that uh, the van or whatever and gets destroyed. I was like, oh my god! Yeah, because <laughs> you think he died. You're like, oh, he flew out there. He gets yeah. like it's very obvious when you're an adult, but when you're a kid, it looks like this robot that you've fallen in love with for like two hours. Um, just think just of died, <laughs> and my well, mom's like, "No, no, it's all right. It, it, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll she, be fine." I don't know if she was bluffing or mm. she actually knew the outcome of the movie, but she was like, "It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry." <laughs> but if you think about it, think of all the movies we watched as kids, where the cute little thing, whether it was ET or Johnny Five or even Gizmo, we thought they killed them. Like you're torturing these animals or these creatures or whatever it was, the people that we're supposed to be caring about, you're torturing them. That's that's whoa, look at this guy. That's that's not healthy. That's not good for kids growing up thinking that the things that you love are just bound and destined to be tortured and murdered. It's not good. What were, what were people thinking in the 80s, man? Yeah, ET e e was running for his life, right? Because they were gonna, yes, they were trying ass. to murder him. <laughs> Yeah, they have people with guns chasing him. Yeah, and Mo and uh, um, and in Gizmo from from Gremlins, they essentially like he purposely fed him after midnight and put water on him, and the things are popping out of his back, and then everything went to go kill him. It's horrible, John. People are worried about where your location is. That you're in an <laughs> underground bunker somewhere. I, I have to. Keep, I have to keep moving because apparently now, whenever we what, record, what witness protection program? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever we record, it's like prime time for my kids to just run around and go nuts. Yeah. Like they're yeah. just chilling for the rest. Of, they're just like chilling for the rest of the day, and it's like, oh, now you got to make a call. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm gonna put on this dragon costume. It's been sitting on the floor the whole day, but right here, right now, at eight eight. 15 or whatever i gotta put on this dragon costume and i'm gonna breathe fire on everybody uh shout outs to everybody in the chat what up Scott? But you are Scott, okay on. right yeah i'm good i'm good i'm fine okay yeah, so for those good. who are listening on the audio <laughs> version and not watching the podcast right now john is in a very nondescript gray room there's no windows there's no posters there doesn't appear to be a desk there might not even be a door we don't really there's a light know switch. there's, a light, there's switch a light switch and and that's it and, and it john works. is in the void <laughs> so that's what we are talking about um, but I do want to say uh, hello to my friend, John, and I'm glad yes. you're doing well. And I want to say hello to everybody out there who has tuned in for tonight's Heroes World Sidekick podcast, where we are going back in time, the way back time machine to 2002, John. And we are watching what? Uh, we're watching uh, what else came out this year? We are watching Rush Hour 2. Are we watching Rush Hour 2? Uh, we are not going to watch Rush Hour 2. No. Oh, are we going to watch uh, The Minority Report? We might watch Minority Report, but that's not what we're watching oh, tonight. I, I do, I do quite enjoy Minority. Do, are we going to watch Die Another Day? Is that your favorite Bond movie? Die Another Day. No, it is not. Uh, during during the movie, does he actually say the phrase? Does he goes, "I'm going to die another day," or, or does do they work it into the it's into the, the, in the it's movie? the theme song that Madonna sings, and actually. That movie was the end of Pierce Brosnan's run, but that is actually our friend Andre's favorite Bond movie. Yeah? <laughs> Make that what you will. 
but no, we're not watching Die Another Day, John. We are watching what now? We're we're do, we're watching uh does whatever a spider can. That's right. Um, and we're watching the hero that's gonna save us. And Ooh, um, you. Rob Rob's got a couple bars for us because I I can't play the song because of copyright issues, but so, but Rob knows this song by heart. <laughs> so so sit for back, those folks, relax yeah. for the next few minutes. Um, this is, we are gonna be serenaded by Rob doing his best, Chad Kroger. And, and Josie Scott. The, the song that you love to hate to hear on the radio, we're going to be doing. Uh, I think you should sing it three times in a row, probably, just to make sure oh, we remember this sure. song. And we're going to um, go, let's go, hero. <laughs> I'm so high. I can heal heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you you should have got a, cur like a long curly wig. Um, <laughs> do you think the downfall of Nickelback was the fact that he had the long curly blonde hair? Like, if he shaved it do you think it would have been taken much more seriously can i tell you something john um yeah sure <laughs> i'm gonna tell you some little inside baseball information as you know i used to work in media and people shit on nickelback but i would say 98 percent of the people that shit on nickelback all own one of their cds they are one of the most uh, highest grossing rock bands of all time um they pull in mad amount of money on their cd album sales cd sales their digital downloads and their concerts are always sold out so You're as like much as we all say uh nickelback is crazy chad kroger is crazy uh they don't really care about you, your uh criticisms because they are literally scrooge mcducking into a giant vat of gold coins so there we go man yeah i wonder i wonder if it's just like the like maybe just us Canadians hated because it was a Canadian. I don't. I I do own. I own that CD. I forgot what it was called. Go. Is it called? Um, oh, the first Nickelback CD. Yeah, whatever. It's got a car on the cover. It's all black. Or it's like a black. That's probably why you bought it, right? Because it had a car on the back. Yeah, no, that was no, the second I, album. I feel. I don't know. I I, I know. I own at least one of those CDs. Um, and much like uh, I'm I'm a big Drake fan. Uh, certified lover boy dropping. Uh, I think this week. All the right um, reasons. 2005. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like that was Drake gets a album. lot of hate just because he's Canadian. I don't know. Maybe it is. But anyways, um, welcome, folks, to the Nickelback podcast. We are big fans. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Nickelback <laughs> in the next hour. So thank you. Strap in. Let's go. Hit us uh, with Hero, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can go back to it if you want. I, I got the lyrics here, man, because they say, a hero could save us. I'm not going to stand here and wait. I'll hold on to the wings of the eagles. Watch as we all fly away, John. Wings of the Eagles. I didn't know that was in the lyrics. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm gonna funny. hold. I'll hold on to the wings of in the of the Eagles and watch as we all fly away. Okay, okay. I think we got to move on from this joke now. So, well, <laughs> welcome everybody to Psychic <laughs> Show. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. They, we got a bunch of new stuff coming in at the store. I'm gonna leave it to Andre, and hopefully our shipment doesn't get screwed up this week, and uh, we do get our stuff on time, so he can bring you what's new at Heroes World tomorrow. Uh, the new Avengers Dark Ages is coming out. Uh, speaking of Dark Ages, um, is coming out uh, this week, um, and and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. And uh, I think we'll just uh, yeah. If you're following us on the Facebook or Instagram, you'll see a full list of our new release comics, trade paperback restocks, and all kinds of fun stuff on there. Um, so Rob, did did you, you get any news? Is there any news? I do. Um, I do have some news I'm for us. I'm locked John. in this cell, yeah. so I don't know what's going on. So in case you <laughs> haven't heard, John, um, listen, I got some news here for you. There might be fans i listen 
I'm, I've lost interest in the Flash TV show. I'll still watch it, but just like Nickelback, there's got lots of fans of this show, and they were probably <laughs> okay, let's not trash Nickelback too much. Come exceptionally on, exceptionally excited. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm not trashing. I think I just went and defended them. They are exceptionally excited. The fans of Flash to know that season eight is going to kick off with a five part premiere. I guess you could say called Armageddon. Um, and it's going to, it's, is not the typical crossover that the CW does. As you know, they took off last year's crossover. The last one they had was crisis on infinite earths, where we saw the death of Oliver queen played by Stephen Amell, another Canadian. Um, but this time they are doing, it's called Armageddon. Uh, you're going to have, uh, Javicia Leslie as Batwoman. Brandon Routh is returning as the Adam. Cress Williams is returning as black lightning. Um, uh, Kyler Lee as Sentinel. She's from the Supergirl TV series. Kat McNamara is returning as Mia Queen slash the new Green Arrow. Um, Tom Cavanaugh and uh, Neil McDonough are going to return as Reverse Flash and Damian Dark. And then Osric Chow is returning as Dr. Ryan Choi. We saw him in Crisis on Infinite Earths. So we have all of these CW heroes returning, but they are not doing a big crossover. Essentially, you're going to get one or two, one of these per episode. So mm-hmm. it won't be your typical crossover, but they will have uh, these other characters coming into the Flash world and trying to help uh, save the world from Armageddon. This begs the question, where are your two big guns? Where are your Supergirl and Superman? Uh, why are they not part of this? But we shall wait and see. Apparently some more um some more characters will be coming um once this debuts i believe it is late november or sorry late october or early november is when flash season eight uh november 16th there we go november 16th at 8 p.m is when flash and in canada we will get it on thursday the 18th on netflix okay next i am going to talk about listen we talk i'm going to actually go off with a little bit of sad news uh ed asner died passed away yesterday john he was 91 now if you don't if that name doesn't ring a bell for you maybe you're not old enough to have watched the mary tyler moore show however i'm sure as hell positive you have watched elf with will ferrell in the last 15 years and he plays good old john uh jolly saint nick uh, unfortunately, he had passed away. But hey, man, ninety-one. I thought you said Alf for Alf? a second. Yeah. Right? I'm like, I don't <laughs> really? remember Will Ferrell <laughs> <No>. in Alf. <laughs> but, uh, yes, go on. Yes, yes. No, go he was on. an elf uh, with Will Ferrell, and he played uh, Santa Claus. Uh, ninety-one is a huge run for a guy who was working. I mean, he was the voice in Up uh, as well. He was tied uh, into the Spider-Man universe. He was the voice of J. Jonah Jameson during the Spidey animated series back in the nineties. So uh a, a big bucket of win as uh, some would say for mr ed asner he worked right up until the very end 91 years of age and we salute him uh, i'm going to move on to the rocketeer john did you watch this movie speaking of the 1990s 1991 the rocketeer with billy crudup um jennifer Connolly, and timothy dalton also a bond actor did you ever watch the timothy rocketeer? dalton was in the rocketeer he was i did yeah. but i don't remember any of it other than maybe a, a silo uh, in a farm of some kind. Yeah, that's about right. Yep. Yeah. So they, uh, it was just actually announced today that Bla- um, that the Rocketeer is getting a reboot and it is going to be appearing on Disney+. Plus. It's a whole new set of actors. Uh, and actually, I'm going to quickly bring up the names. Do I, can I get it in time? Probably not. Um, you will know the individual. Uh, it, it is David, uh, David Oyelo. Uh, is the actor he uh was in? Um, he played the cop in the first, um, 
uh what's that movie we like john the lead child jack reacher movies he was the the officer okay. uh okay. he was also in um um selena no was it uh is that the one i'm thinking of and he, i think he played martin luther king jr uh, at any rate he is going to be producing alongside his wife and starring in the movie and it is rumored that uh supposedly this is it takes place still back in the 1940s i believe he will play or somebody will be cast as a retired tuskegee airman who will pick up the mantle of the rocketeer so that is really kind of just being written it's just freshly being produced we won't be seeing it for another couple of years but that is pretty cool news if you're a rocketeer fan yeah good 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 luck good luck to them yeah <laughs> good luck um, in, that that time period not super popular um no. that movie does have a cult following however and uh they uh, I feel like the character existed before the movie, right? It's like a comic or a radio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? That yeah. was like an old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ho hopefully it works out to them because I know that there's there's a lot of people who love that. There was an action figure that came out a couple of years back from, uh, I think, Diamond Select or something like that. People really liked it. So, yeah, Rocket's here. Let's do it. Here we go. Um, I'm going to jump to uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Obviously, we got the trailer. We're going to be probably be talking about it for the next couple of months. However, some dude in the UK, I don't know if he owns a theater or or he's an exhibitor or what, but apparently he has the, the lowdown on the runtime. Internet game. crackpot. <laughs> Could be uh, two hours and 30 minutes. That's what he's saying, the, the runtime. This will be the longest Spider-Man movie in the MCU. Uh, two and a half hours. So you know what? That seems about right, given everything that they're going to be dumping into this movie. Uh, yep. I'm more happier at being. Listen, if it was two and a half, two forty-five, I'm I'm fine. There's a lot going to be happening in this movie. I would hate for it to be shortchanged and be, you know, just under two hours. I think you need that extra. You're going to need that runway to stick all those landings. So that's the rumor. We'll see what happens as we get closer. And lastly, John, I am going to talk about a special screening that took place uh, a few days ago. Uh, now, as you know, when directors are putting together their movies, they often, the studios oftentimes will have these private screenings for audience members of a movie that sometimes is not finished. Sometimes it, if you're a very special effects heavy movie, it will say insert FX shot here or whatever. Mm -hmm. You'll see storyboards cut it. But the idea for these test screenings is to see how audiences react. Do they like certain things? Do they not like certain things? There's a whole there's a whole bunch of metrics involved, and sometimes this informs directors to go back and make edits, adjustments, or reshoots. I bring this up because a huge screening just took place a few days ago, and that was for Matt Reeves' The Batman. It is <laughs> your guy. Yeah. Supposedly, it was a three-hour cut, which is huge. Um, but all of the buzz now most people when they go to things they just sign an nda a non-disclosure agreement to not talk about it however some people have obviously decided to not uh adhere to the nda and some some stuff has been leaking out about the movie i'm just going to read a couple of things here that aren't going to be Somebody, some people going to get sued they're not going to be spoilery things so uh but uh people are saying that as a three-hour cut was test screen at wb um, the movie received extremely positive reviews from the audience. They're calling that Batman is a movie is a horror movie, very graphic, very dark, very scary. Paul Dano is bleeping crazy. So bleeping scary. I loved every second. Of course he plays the Riddler in this. Um, apparently Rob Pattinson's Batman uh, narrates the movie. The fight scenes were amazing. There's a lot of them, uh, a lot involving Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman. Um, Alfred has some pretty significant scenes and there's a lot of blood uh, teetering between thriller and horror. So this sounds like a whole new take on the Cape Crusader 
Um, I got. To, I, I'm excited. I know. You know. This is my. I'm. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> this for is this. your thing. This is yes. your thing, though. To hype a movie on <laughs> imaginable. This is my ammo. Um, ex- expectations, and hopefully, it delivers. I like the sound of um the narr- I like the idea of narration. Um, yeah. For bat for a Batman movie, I know narration is kind of like one of those things that's not really done in movies anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 it's. I think it's making a comeback. I think it's making a comeback. So yeah. I, so I, I, I'm I'm hype. I'll jump on the the Rob hype train. And hopefully, go, it won't buddy. be it'll Choo-choo. be a su- it'll be more Suicide Squad than Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> there you um, go. <laughs> um, I will say, listen, when you get a lot of this feedback, there, I, I just picked out some things. <laughs> I will say, if anybody has any questions with respect to whether or not the Batman voice, what it sounds like. Again, it's not finished, but everybody said the way he chose to take his character is is a hundred percent like they're saying it may be the best representation of Batman cinematically that we've seen. So I loved Ben Affleck's the voice modulator, but I, I maybe they're not doing that in this one. I have no idea, but whatever he's doing with his voice, people are loving. So I'm excited. It's a three-hour cut. You know what? Uh, he's like, I am bad. <laughs> so that's it i'm excited for it obviously we know that's not a surprise expect a new trailer john to drop in the next few weeks dc fandom is hitting in october <laughs> so i suspect we'll be getting a new trailer the internet is already going mental at comparing what is better the spider-man no way home trailer or batman trailer that we got last year so there's a lot of conversation about that right now uh online if you care to weigh in you can go ahead or you can let us know in the comments but there's a lot of hype for this Batman movie. So we'll see what happens in 2022. But John, I turn it over to you because that, sir, is the end of the news. All right. Thank you very much, Rob, um, for the, the crazy news that, <clears throat> that it was. So a lot of things to look forward to. Um, uh, hop on the hype train, folks. Let's get hyped for Batman. Uh, I'm, I'm down. Um, so we're here to talk about 2002 Spider-Man. Before we get to that, we're just going to talk a little bit about what we did on the weekend. Um, so we did cover what if uh episode three um entitled what if uh earth's mightiest heroes uh i don't remember what the reddest of the damn what if was um, but <laughs> it was what if Mar- I, mightiest heroes didn't exist or were taken out or, or we lost or, or we, lost we lost earth's mightiest heroes yeah yeah. yeah 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 so fun fun episode um uh spoiler we we me and rob ranked it the lowest out of all three episodes so find out why uh and tune into that episode it's not long it's maybe like 30 minutes um rob Stu and uh, myself um and then we did follow that up with a mixed bag of questions on a lazy sunday so we had a lot of fun um we had to come up with a lot of answers on the spot so hopefully you guys enjoy that type of content um and now we are here in 2002 talking about spider-man's so let's get to Spider-Man. So sorry, I, I don't have my dual monitor set up here, so I'm going to do some clicking back and forth. Ooh. Um, I don't know if you're going to notice. Um, but yeah, back in 2002, uh, it released in uh, May 3rd or, or May April, May. Um, so is, is that summer movie territory? That's before, yeah, it was. pre-summer, right? Yeah. <laughs> you need a hero, John. Is, is that your is that your ringtone? We're, we're gonna every- we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the music yeah yeah shout out to if you were a fan of this movie you should definitely set your ringtone this week to uh yeah. hero and, and get them get them some bumps on the streams um yeah <laughs> but uh movie cost uh 139 million dollars uh box office of 825 million uh so relatively successful um so i did pull a couple other movies that were hot um for this year just so we can see the climate because this is like a 
we, we talked about Blade last week. Um, and Spider Man, I think, is Spider Man the next super or one of the next super Blade 2? I think is around uh, came out around the same time as this movie, but Spider Man is the first really big one. I think the first one that made this type of money. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because or, that opening like, weekend was, was X Men before this or after it was X Men. The first X Men was before this, but the opening weekend of Spider Man, if I remember correctly. It was 114 million dollars in its opening weekend in North America, and I remember, and that was the first movie to crack 100 million uh, on an opening weekend. And I remember it blowing me my I, my mind was absolutely blown away. I could not believe it made. Yeah, so the, so the first like kind of the the sign of the the superhero juggernaut movies. Yeah, um, I guess to to, to follow. So uh, of that year, I just pulled some random ones that kind of that kind of uh, came to mind, and I already mentioned them at the beginning of the the show. So Minority Report with Tom Cruise, um, Die Another Day, uh, Pierce Brosnan, uh, 007 movie. Is that his first one or a second one? Or no, it was his last one. That was his. F- that was his final fourth one? or fifth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers. Uh, Black Hawk Down was a big deal, and uh, Star Wars uh, Episode Two, or yeah, Episode Two is Attack of the Clones, right? Attack of the Clones is Episode Two, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's there's a bunch of stuff that came out, um, and then I don't know. I should have probably tracked what came out after that, like what the, what the years after that looked like. But that uh, that was just to see the climate. So, like, not a lot of the big <clears throat> crazy action movies, aside from maybe a Tom Cruise vehicle, um, and and I guess the yeah, your 007 has been in in the in 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 for years. Star Wars, I guess it just comes come back. Uh Black Hawk Down. So two kind of like I don't know, not not really uh <laughs> like popcorn action uh blockbusters, I guess you would call it, or or popcorn movies. I don't know. Well, would, I, you, would you call I, Black Hawk Down a popcorn movie? No. Uh well, no, no, I wouldn't. It was based on a true uh on a true story. I will say though, we also have to remember, John, and not to get too serious, but this was uh this movie was nine months post 9-11 mm-hmm. so there was a lot uh of putting on a pause on some unreleases and people weren't necessarily going to movie theaters for the first few months afterwards in fact the original teaser trailer for spider-man uh was a bank robbery um mm-hmm. and the people were getting away uh in a helicopter and Spider-Man strung them up, the helicopter up in between the Twin Towers in a web. Uh, you can actually find that trailer still online. It was pulled for a number of years and it was recently kind of put back on, maybe about 10 years ago or so. But that was pulled. That was the teaser that people were seeing in theaters. That It was one of the first movies that were being, t- trailers were being shown online uh, through their website. I mean, it was, <laughs> right? So we back, have to remember. Back in the day, that- who, who, whoever remembers uh, QuickTime, um, and that, yeah. that was like our way of watching uh, movies Trailers. Uh, before yeah. Apple was like exploded into its uh, popularity. Now, yeah. um, I remember downloading the QuickTime.mov and watching it. That's in, right. Yeah. In, in high def and going, wow, we got trailers at home. But yeah, shout outs to we were going to talk a little bit about like kind of like things behind the scenes of this movie and the, 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 re- the removal of the Twin Towers is one of them. I remember at yeah. the shop, um, we used to sell movie posters and there was one Spider-Man movie poster where in his eye in the reflection, you would see the two towers. Um, so they they recalled these posters and asked them to be destroyed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that poster became worth uh, a significant amount. I, I think yeah. they were going at the time two to three hundred bucks for for this poster, uh, and it was it was it was really weird. And you'll and you'll kind of see it when you watch the movie. You kind of see the little bit of influence because this movie I think was in production or, or eight months um, before release or something uh, when when the events of nine eleven happened. So they were able to. 
do that, remove that scene, and, 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 yeah. and incorporate some other things. So it's so it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh man, someone someone shouted out real player. I don't know if anyone remembers real player. Yes. Um, <laughs> that was the, that was the other video <laughs> format, and man, that that shit took forever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so let me see. So let, I guess we'll just go straight into it, Rob. So what, yeah. what were your what were your overall thoughts uh, on this movie? Um, we'll we'll kind of keep it keep some of the specifics because we are going to talk about cast, uh, favorite scenes, sure. and and all that kind of stuff. But what are your overall thoughts of this movie? How does it hold up in twenty twenty one? Um, everybody in the comments, start let let us know if if you if you liked it or didn't like it. Don't get too specific because we are going to dive into scenes and cast and all that kind of stuff later. Yeah, I won't go to this. I for me, uh, I mean, I've always held this movie in high regard um, because we always wanted a good Spider Man movie. We I remember reading Starlog magazine and seeing like um canon group we're going to release a spider-man movie and and you would see it in wizard magazine and they were always casting for stuff and there was a talk about james cameron directing spider so when this thing finally came out actually i was working in radio at the time uh, and i had a really low i actually went to the premiere in toronto i had a i had to uh put up these vinyl um plastic tarps all along throughout the theater and and we had posters like it was like i was you know in the promotion stuff doing all that and, and the hype was intense for this movie to come out. I watched it, uh, like I said, during the premiere. Um, I think I took my now wife with me. We 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 both enjoyed it. I've always held this movie in a high regard, but I will say that I feel like a little bit of that sheen has worn off since rewatching it. Um, it still holds up into a certain aspect. There's still a lot of this. I, part of it, I'm like, oh, I like this, but I feel like it suffers for me for the nostalgia uh, bite. No pun intended. Like I feel that. <laughs> I feel like I'm I give it a pass because of the nostalgia and what it did to usher in future movies holding it up if you were to compare it apples to apples to today's movies it's it's very difficult I'm not even talking about the special effects but I think they're those are great still seeing them swinging and all that stuff I just think the story is is a bit bananas uh and the acting is is wonky but th- at the end of the day, gun to head, yes, it holds up, but it's just, it's definitely not as much fun as I, I've often remembered it. And I, uh, before I quickly pass it to you, John, I actually was not going to rewatch this because I was like, I've seen this movie so many damn times. I don't <laughs> need to rewatch it. But I did rewatch it last night and I finished it off today because I was like, no, you know what? It's been a good number of years since I've seen it. I'm really glad I did because it just gave me a different perspective. So it's been a, it's been a hot minute since I watched it. So I'm glad I rewatched it. So often, what about you? Uh, yeah, so overall, like um, I remember back in the day when this first opened, um, we were actually uh, we did have the store, um, and they sent us like advanced screening passes. It was at some theater downtown or whatever. Um, so shoutouts to those guys who <laughs> he he follows it up later. Don't worry, he follows it up later and says he says you're really pretty. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, they they sent us these advanced passes and all the hype was going on. This is one was uh, at the comic uh, time. This is when Ultimate Spider-Man was at its uh, height. I think most of uh, there were there were a significant amount of issues in. Like I want to say they were probably on issue like fifty or something like that. But but it was like really hot. Ultimate Spider-Man was like the hottest thing on the planet. And then this movie comes out uh, alongside of it, and Spider-Man yeah. just explodes. Um, and I think we at, at, it was. Upon the rewatch, um, I actually quite enjoyed it. Okay. Um, a couple of the people in the comments do mention that it does; it is a little slow at times. Um, 
I don't think it's any slower than if you go back and watch, uh, we'll talk about it later, Superman 78, Batman 89, some of those old school movies that we did go in the Wayback Machine to watch during our uh, 80s fest and our uh, our worst comic or worst comic movies ever and stuff like that. I don't think it's any slower than I actually felt it moved a little bit faster. They were kind of they 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 made a lot of shortcuts. So there's some parts in the plot where you're just kind of like, oh, what's how come it, it feels like they kind of cheated, I guess, uh, <clears throat> relationships to be more um, tight than they were at, from what we saw on the screen. So I guess that's just movie magic. Um, but I thought it was pretty funny. Like, Rob, did you notice like all the cuts? And 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 like the fade of the fadeaways and the screen wipes and all that stuff. Yes. That was that's yeah. pretty old school. And yep, I don't. I think this movie during this age, if you compare it to the other movies that came out, they weren't really doing that. So I don't know if they did it like purposely to make it look older. Um, but it's funny because there's one s- scene where the camera zooms into Toby Maguire's mouth and then cuts to like another, and you're like, "That's such a weird cut." It was it was funny. Um, well, that's very much Sam Raimi though, and I I agree yeah. with you that I think that they did make this i think sam raimi wanted to make this look like a serialized pulp movie like mm-hmm. there are certain aspects of this when you're watching it 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 feels out of place for even its own time like just the way that they did the the shots and the angles on things so i agree with that yeah 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 so over, overall i did enjoy it we're gonna get more into it thank you everybody for getting in it looks like a lot of people are are, are talking about the cast already but I want Rob just quickly. Um, Sam Rainey as a director. I know you follow the directors and and, the, and what kind of stuff they do. You already touched on it a little bit. Um, how, how do you, how do you feel about him doing this movie? Was it a big deal that he was announced was. to be directing this movie? Yeah, it was a big deal. And you know what? I guess I should have pulled up what he had done prior to this. Let me quickly do that because Sam Rainey, as people would know, um, was the director of the Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead Two, and then Army of Darkness, which was like the Evil Dead Three. Um, movie uh, that he had, and that was like using stop motion animation as well. Yeah, for, I remember that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was I'm sick sorry, though. I'm... I loved it when I was a kid. Oh well, yeah. And and what's his face? Bruce Campbell is is hilarious. Uh, I'm trying to get his IMDb here. It is. I just want to take a look to see what he had filmed right before he did Spider Man because I remember there are people being like, "Wait a minute, you're doing you're oh Dark Man." That's right. Uh, yeah, Dark Man. Did... Yo, we should cover that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I forgot he had done Dark Man, but um, yeah. Oh, okay. So he had done, uh, yeah. So the Evil Dead Two, Dark Man, Army of Darkness. He did the Quick and the Dead, which is a, a an often forgotten about uh, Western movie, which is actually not that bad. It's okay with Sharon Stone. He did a Simple Plan. It's a really, it's a really good title, Quick and the Dead. The Quick and the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He did a Simple Plan movie, which is actually probably uh, I was I remember really really enjoying that movie. Um, for the love of the game, which I believe is a, uh, is it a golf? Uh, no, it's a, the baseball game with Kevin Costner. It's a, one of his baseball trilogy games. He did the gift and then Spider-Man. So yeah, so he did, you know, he did some interesting movies, um, to, to, to land him the role of this. I think he may, you know, uh, when you look at his evil dead stuff and the army of darkness, his very schlocky horror with the comedy aspect. He obviously showed he had a bit of a better range with quick and the dead. And, and even with a simple plan, which was honestly, if people haven't seen that now, it's been, God, it's going to be about 20 something years since I've seen that movie. But I, <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed uh, with um, Billy Bob Thornton and um, um, uh, Bill Paxton. Uh, so you would, should definitely check that out. Um, but at any rate, yeah. So if people were kind of, you know what? It reminded me of when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman in 89. People are like, wait, 
the guy from like Mr. Mom is going to be Batman. And so people were kind of like, you're giving the range of Spider-Man. Like the first time we're actually gonna have a right proper Spider-Man on the screen to the guy who just did Army of Darkness, like in Dark Man, like what are we thinking? So people were a little bit, you know, questioning Sony's uh, intelligence at that time. <laughs> so they did they didn't necessarily have the fans didn't necessarily had faith, but uh, I, I think no. generally this music, this music, this movie was was well received, and and I guess everyone you know turn, changed the the tune, uh, their tune or whatever. Yeah. Um, so let let's 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 dive in, dive into uh, the cast. So everybody start uh, dropping who who's your favorite cast member, who's your least favorite cast member. Um, I figured we'd start talking about uh, Toby Maguire's Peter Parker first, sure. and then you can segue into. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this this particular version of Spider-Man. Um, so, Rob, how how did you like? Is is, is Toby Maguire <sighs> the best Peter Parker? No, or the best representation of traditional Peter Parker? Maybe. Mm, no, that's a good question because, yeah. um, well, I guess so. Sure, I mean, it, it, a, a traditional Peter Parker from back in like the was he is he representative of the of what the original Steve Ditko Stan Lee Peter Parker probably. Probably more so than Andrew Garfield and and Tom Holland. So I would say if you're if we're basing it on the Ditko Lee, I'd probably say I guess yes. And Tobey Maguire is probably the most sticks to it, uh, adheres to the the source material the most. Um, but he's he's I, I'm going to quote our friend Stu. He's fine. He's all right. He's fine. Really? I, I thought he was. I thought he was fantastic. And as uh as his Peter Parker, uh, like you know with his with his goofy with a camera and he's like, can I, can I take your picture for this yep. school paper? And like all the little, the, the, the silly stuff um, that he did, uh, I thought was really good. Um, did you like when was he, he was known? like, go webs. And he, and he was like doing yeah. this. Oh, go. I and remember in the theater, that, that was a big, <laughs> <laughs> that one surprised me. I was like, Shazam. Like he like, Whoa, I was like, I'm really in the theater thing. And he just pulled out a Shazam on this. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Did, do you think that um, just in general that they looked, for some reason i always thought even when i watched it back then i felt like they all looked a little old to be in uh, i guess they're supposed to be in high school um yeah. i don't know if that's just a product of the time of, of when they film movies with that i'm like they're okay so they're getting off a school bus so they have to take a school bus to school every morning and then they're here on a school trip and then this teacher is their chaperone i'm like i feel like they all look older than that so i don't know if that was like just out of place and especially flash thompson um Shout out Joe to Joe Mangiello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he not look like he was like he had already graduated and maybe he was like on a couple of victory laps or something like that? I don't know if you noticed that. I don't know if it was maybe just the styling of that time, maybe. Yeah. Um. Well, he was wearing like those baggy pants and the, you know, he had like the spiky hair and stuff like that. It. He does look baby face for sure, comparative to what he is now. But I think, uh, listen, all of this cast were well into their like mid to late twenties playing teenagers, all of them. Right. So, you know, yeah, maybe he's just significantly, he was the biggest guy. Scott, Scott says he was like six foot six, 240. Yeah. He was like significantly bigger than everybody else. Um, yeah. It just, it just looked really like bizarre uh, when, when, on, on the rewatch. I feel yeah. like that's one of the things that didn't kind of stand up as much. Um, so what, what do you think is Tommy McGuire as a, uh, as Spider-Man? He, it's tough, right? Because I've often said we were only, you know, growing up, 
and what kids don't like my kids don't understand now is that they have a plethora of these Marvel and DC movies all the goddamn time coming out, you know, two a year, three a year, whatever. We never had that. So as the only Spider-Man that we had, we never even we couldn't even conceive that we'd ever have any future Spider-Men, right? I was like, this guy's great, he's awesome, he's funny, he's witty. Comparing how his Spider-Man is now, though, to he's had we've had two different Spider-Men since, I'd say he's probably the weakest in terms of the wittiness and um of uh, of the two spider-men like i don't it, it I was feel- it was more it was more of a campy wittiness he was like he was, it was more of like he was paying tribute to the old uh that that uh that 70s cartoon or whatever he was kind of like yeah a, i think you're right and i feel that that's probably rammy's he was like decision. dad he was like dad joke spider-man <laughs> yeah yeah he he was definitely he was definitely not part of that new new wave of spider-man that was a lot more even in that that you saw in the animated cartoon, you, you didn't have that wit and that that quick wittedness that you would see in future iterations. So yeah, I agree with you. He's probably doing a lot more of a of a take on that on the on the '60s cartoon. Uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. The the, the suit did look. I, I'm still the suit. I think still looks pretty good by by today's standards. I think you could have. Do you think they could reuse that suit in a movie now, or you think they got updated? Oh, I think no, having no. the webbing on the outside is just bananas to me. Like, like, <laughs> like it's uh, like a 3D aspect of a suit. <laughs> well, listen, there's a friend of mine that you know very well who is a huge statue collector, and he has a life size. He's got two life size statues of, uh, and and what they're each like textured, like life size, right? And you and mm. like the costume moves, and you can feel the. The, the black the gray rubber on the outside of the webbing it's bizarre like i guess they felt printing it directly onto the leotard or the costume just didn't look great so they went with this 3d effect but it is weird it is weird now looking at it yeah. again after what we've had you're like it's just so weird it's so weird yeah, to I, look at right i think the, i think i would eyes. have to see it yeah side <laughs> by side with like scott mentions the new the new suit is very uh, mechanical and and, and yes. nan- i don't know if it's nanite technology i don't remember but the eyes can like open and and, and like move and all that kind of stuff so i i i think yeah if, if it maybe you're right if it was next to one of the modern suits it would probably look pretty pretty ridiculous um let's let's move on to harry osborne is he the worst friend ever um he like he like steals the girl um he takes like all of peter parker's moves yeah and then he like yeah. he he takes his dad like like it's he doesn't stick up for mj at the at the dinner party all that kind of stuff he says all kinds of like wax stuff like uh it, well like it is peter, james you, franco you, ne- you never yeah you never you never you never made your move peter so i'm i'm, I'm like yeah I'm like, you dick yeah well hey you, you snooze you lose so i i decided i know that you've been in love with her since grade four but uh, i i'm claiming territorial rights like it's so bizarre right like yeah, I, I, I feel listen. like they didn't sell him as peter's friend he's kind of a dick no. and even there's there's one moment like the worst thing he says in the whole movie i think uh, is when MJ survives the attack from Green Goblin, and he's like, "Oh, let le- let me buy you something." And you're yeah. just like, "What a douche!" <laughs> that like, made me laugh though. It'll, it'll make like, you oh. feel better, and you're like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> but it, it really shows that he has no ability, has no understanding of of relationships or friendships whatsoever. Like he's very he's very cold uh, to everybody because I don't think he understands how to have a proper relationship or a friendship, as evidenced by what he does to Peter and, and using that exact example with MJ. Yeah. Let me, let me get you breakfast. Well, let me just buy you something. It'll make you feel better. Like, 
I'm going to throw money at the problem and that should make it better because that's what's worked for me. That's what my parents have done to me. So that I, I actually didn't mind that aspect, but I do agree with you. He, yeah. Uh, that's one aspect though of this, of this movie. I wish they had kind of fleshed out a little bit more is that they made the, the relationship between Peter and Harry a lot more central to understand the fracture that's going to happen. Right. Like, so yeah yeah all right so yeah i i, I think i would nominate him for like worst friend ever just because of what he does in the movie and i think i think even when aunt may gets uh put in the hospital he's not even there it's like come on you 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 should be there for your buddy for all this nonsense but i will say um, i prefer his harry osborne over dean dehan's harry osborne in the amazing spider-man too i don't um, even remember with andrew garfield <laughs> I don't even remember the character. Oh my god! I'm gonna, I, I, I would say I'm gonna rewatch it, but I'm not gonna do that. Um, maybe I'll watch some scenes from it. Uh, let, let's go on to I think the 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 winner of this movie, like the the thing that you, the the person you want to watch the most in the movie. I don't know if anyone's gonna disagree, um, but William Defoe. Okay, as, good. Uh, yes, as your boy Green Goblin. <laughs> um, how 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 good how good. How good is he? He's so good. Like, He's I got, I got amazing. Quick, I got a quick clip. This clip just cracks me up every time. He tells me you're quite the science whiz. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. One <laughs> of <laughs> the greatest, like, and everyone takes that, turns it to a meme. I'm something of a blah, blah, blah myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I loved, listen, I'm a big Willem Dafoe fan. Um, and, and probably have been since I first saw him. I think it was in Platoon in 86. Um, you know, th I, I thought it was a great choice to have him play Norman Osborn slash the Green Goblin when he first battles Spider Man in New York. And I know we got to talk about that, the comparisons to another specific movie, and we will. But when he battles the Spider Man in New York with the balloons and everything else like that, and and uh, Spidey reaches up to the glider and, and pulls out a bunch of wires and <laughs> just miscellaneous the, stuff to make yeah, it stop the, the glider <laughs> goes away and he goes you know i'll get you next time spider-man and it was just like oh my god like it was just it was everything you and him cackling as he's flying away it was everything that you wanted to hear from the green goblin to be honest with you i actually prefer watching him on the screen over spider-man he was just so captivating like it was just so much fun watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. If, I think if you have he loves to watch someone's well. scenes. Yeah. If you, yes. if you can only watch someone's scenes from YouTube or whatever, you're hundred percent going to watch all the William Defoe stuff. Oh, um, totally. Maybe, maybe you'll throw in some of the J. Jonah Jameson uh, stuff who we'll mention yep. later when we talk about auxiliary cast. Um, but yeah, William Defoe, like, and I think at the time we didn't really appreciate it as much. Yes. We were too focused on the costume. We're like, yes. what's with this weird yeah. Power Ranger uh, plastic <laughs> mask helmet. thing? Yeah. And, and I think yeah. I think now it actually doesn't look that bad. Like upon the rewatch, I'm like, that actually looks pretty menacing. Yeah. You can see yeah. his mouth talking to the thing and, and, his, and his eyes are kind of coming through the visor and, and when he's just going crazy uh, on on everybody. I, I like when but he brings the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, Scott, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. scene in the mirror when he's talking to himself, the duality. Yeah. Right? Oh, phenomenal. Yeah, I know. Like this, this performance, this hundred percent, this particular portion of the movie, I think you could take out, and that could be in any of these modern movies we're doing. This, and 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 you could let him go even more nuts. So if 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 they were kind of holding him back a little bit, they could let him go even more more nuts with it. So I well, the uh, rumored inclusion of him in No Way Home, and then seeing that pumpkin bomb in the trailer, 
has yeah. me really psyched, especially after rewatching. Although you and I might be in agreement, but our friend Frazier does not. He thinks says Defoe's overacting was one of the things that turned me off of this film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, um, well, the problem is it doesn't fit like the the rest of the tone of the movie. Like I can hundred yeah. percent see why Frazier has an issue with that. The tone of the movie, he is like out there. He's almost transported from another movie yeah. um, into this one because yeah. when he interacts with people, even when Spider-Man is kind of joking with him back and forth, he's not really uh, able to to get to the level that Defoe is on. So it doesn't no. it doesn't feel uh, connected. So yeah, yeah, they might have benefited from a toned down Green Goblin, but upon the rewatch, it is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. All right, so now we're going to talk about the real villain of this movie, and that is uh, Kirsten Dunst as Mary uh-huh. Jane. Yeah. Um, so I remember not liking her much <laughs> on the original watch for some uh, reason, and and no disrespect, like I think it's just a, a miscast, or yes. maybe the material, or maybe the material that they gave her. Um, but for some reason, she just does not come off well in this movie. Even just, I, I think it's just the character in general. The, this version of Mary Jane, um, I and I don't know if I, I'm carrying like you know comic baggage with me that because mary jane feels like a very different character in the comic i don't know i i think for some reason just in this movie um what she did or what they got her to do just didn't work so i don't know if people if you guys what do you guys think of uh this particular mj is she is she the worst um mj um yeah scott scott shouts out uh from bring it on yeah i was rewatching it and i'm like where what where did this girl come from and my wife's like she was in bring it on i'm like no way she wasn't in bring it on and then she's like looks it up it's like yep she was in bring it on well yeah but we, audiences would, would first remember her in an interview with a vampire with tom cruise mm-hmm. and brad pitt she played the youngest like the uh, right when she had that kissing scene with one of them and she was only like eight or nine or spent the time um um yeah i gotta say Upon rewatching this, I, I remember not really being a big fan of hers, but I was like, ah, she, it's cool. It's, it is. It's an MJ. You know, in my, in my brain, you know, I think of the Romita MJ or, you know, when we, even how she was drawn in the Spider-Man wedding album, uh, you know, when, in, and you see how she's drawn, uh, in the Romita junior stuff. And, um, and then you see her on screen. You're right. You, there's a lot of, for whatever reason, MJ was a difficult, um, character to kind of get over that comic hump, so to speak, to accept mm-hmm. an actress stepping into that role because she's just so iconically drawn. But Kristen Dunstan, I'm just I, I, I think she's a talented actress. I'm sure she's a really great person, but for me, just was not was not the MJ. Was completely miscast. Um, I don't know what Sam Raimi was thinking, but it definitely. I didn't. I didn't buy anything that she was putting. I felt when she called him Tiger, it was forced. The, mm-hmm. I, I felt the whole thing was forced. I think the only time that she was sold any aspect of this was when she was running out of the diner and was trying to lie to Peter about she had that uh, the audition and the, the boss comes out and he's like, "You shortchange the table again," and she yells at him. And I was like, "That's Kirsten Dunst doing uh, from another movie. That's great. It's good for her. It doesn't fit." In this movie, this is she's not uh, Mary Jane Watson. So it, yeah, it, I think I feel like they they kind of tried to take elements like the, in the com- the comic Mary Jane is um I I don't know if you just want to call it she's much more put together she's much more sure. confident and and like but this this Mary Jane they wrote her differently she kind of like is is I guess finding her way so I guess you could chalk it up to that she was younger but but something just didn't just didn't fire for it um some people mentioned that they, they did put her in some uh, kind of skimpy uh, outfits um 
Well, which, yeah, we were all everybody's going to obviously <laughs> assume the 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 rain scene with the upside down crying. I mean, you can tell that yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she did get to kick some ass in that. When they're starting to drag her into the alley, she kind of like she puts up a decent fight, and then Spider Man has to save the day. Yeah. So yeah, I, th I think the idea. Yeah, Scott's exactly right. I think the idea is the house next door. She's living in yeah. a kind of like broken, broken, uh, abusive uh, relationship and things With her like father. that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, they're, they're like yelling, and Peter Parker's such a good guy. He's like, he's like taking out the trash. He's like, uh, I, I, I'm just taking out the trash. I heard some of it or something like that. <laughs> like he, yeah. he's, he's, he's actually really funny. That's why I kind of like him as a Peter Parker. Um, but you but know what, though, wanna... John, it's okay to be different. Like, look at what Zendaya is doing with MJ, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think a she's amazing. Completely yeah. different take of MJ is awesome. Yeah, than what we've seen in the in the comics, and yet way more. I'm way more acceptable and believable of her version of MJ than I was with, with Kirsten Dunst. So. Yeah. yeah. Do we, do we want to mention anyone else in the cast before we start moving on? Uh, do you well, you, yeah, you did uh, mention uh, J Jonah Jameson. AJ? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, he was so iconic. He's, he, he, he came back. He's back in the MCU, right? Um, how do you, with uh, JK Simmons, how do you go, how do you go wrong with, with him in, in, in this? Right. Um, yeah. Again, and and I don't know it's if so you funny with the photos fo like crap crap double crap yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's crap, I'll, I'll give you like bucks. I'll give you like ten bucks yeah yeah, yeah. He's like, okay come back here <laughs> um and I don't know if you noticed this but Elizabeth Banks was Betty Brandt and so it's funny you mentioned the Power Rangers outfit because I think she borrowed the leftover parts of this uh, Green Goblin costume to be Rita Repulsa <laughs> in the Power <laughs> Rangers movie from a few years ago so um but yeah Elizabeth Banks was um was Betty Brandt. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what? I think it's Scott shouting out uh, Ben and, and and Aunt May. Um, I think I think the actor that played Ben maybe has passed, but uh, Cliff Robertson. I, I yeah, May, he passed a few years I, ago. I think she's still she's still working. I think Rosemary um, Harris. I don't know if she is or not. I don't know. Um, I will. But she was uh, a great. She was a great Aunt May. Yeah, she was okay. She was an Aunt May that was very typical of of the of what you would see in in the comics. The old very old looking aunt may who was like in her 80s uh definitely not the marissa tomei uh <laughs> aunt may that we have now that's for sure definitely not the uh sally uh was it sally uh well, whatever her name was in uh, the andrew garfield movies um, i don't i don't remember those movies at all other than he fights yeah. a lizard yeah and uh and 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 Dennis Leary's in it, I think. I, I don't remember. Yeah, he is. The but then, movie, um, yeah. uh, um, Martin Sheen is a uh, Uncle Ben, and to be honest with you, I actually prefer his Uncle Ben, um, to uh, yes, to but his but his Robertson. but but Martin Sally Sheen's Field, Uncle thanks, Ben. Lewis. Yeah, there. Yeah, okay, yeah. But but his Uncle Ben gives the really convoluted version of the speech. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in this movie, you get with great power comes great responsibility. And yes. then in the in the Andrew Garfield one, they they twist it around so it yeah. sounds like it's not the same words. And you're like, yeah, why? Why would you do that? That's like Spider-Man's <laughs> thing. That's like he yeah. could he could have that written on the back of his suit. It could be great power comes great responsibility <laughs> written on the back of his spider suit, and, and it would fit the character. But it yeah. was really funny and a very odd choice. We we'll have to maybe react to those clips played back to back. Um or, or something along those lines, but oh man, okay. So that that's most of the cast. I don't know if there's anyone else really of of nah. significance. Uh, I do remember they uh, JJ does drop uh, an Eddie an Eddie uh, reference. So I don't know if they were playing. Yes, an but, Eddie Brock reference. I don't remember Spider Man three at all, but yeah, he's like go get Eddie to take the pictures or something like that. That was kind of funny, um, just yeah. randomly in there. 
Um, so let, let's start jumping to um, our best action scene then, I guess. Do you want to do you want to do best action scenes? Or is there any, any other things we should talk about before that? I don't think um, so. No. I, well, I don't know. I, I do want to bring up what I, I, I we what I think that this movie really reminded me of another um, another movie. I don't know if we want to talk about it now or not, but. Um, well, let, let's talk about our favorite action scenes and then we'll just drop any others. So anyone, anyone who's got your favorite scenes and stuff like that, start mentioning them now. Uh, I, I made a quick list of the main okay. action scenes, Rob. Yeah. You can let me know if I've missed anything. So action scene number one is the wrestling, uh, the, the whole wrestling sequence with uh, right. Randy Macho Man Savage. As Bones. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Great, great scene. It's got Bruce Campbell in it. Um, but talk about uh, taking a long time. That was like a 12 minute freaking scene, man. It was forever. It, 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 it's a significant <laughs> chunk of the movie. That's why I included yeah. it in here. Yeah. Uh, and then the next scene, uh, I would say, is the, the parade where he saves Mary yeah. Jane and has his first fight with a uh, Green Goblin. Um, and then after that is uh, when, when the building is burning down. And he saves yeah. the, uh, As the, the, old lady. the lady who leaves her <laughs> leaves her leaves her baby in the yeah. in the burning house. Like, who's watching this baby? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, and, and then after that, I think it's just the whole <laughs> the whole conclusion of the movie. I don't know if there's any other scenes. Like, do do you include the alleyway fight scene in there? You um, you could know. because I mean he was shaded. It was again. It was very reminiscent. <laughs> I think that the Andrew Garfield uh, movie, the first one, kind of you know took from that scene where he's unmasked and he's fighting you know in the garfield movie he's fighting the cops and he's he's got the you know the the shadows are dancing over his face you can't really see his face it's the same as this one with the with the in the alleyway and whatnot um uh you could add that in there listen if i had to pick if i had to pick i would probably have to go with i guess i'd have to go with the parade Mm -hmm. but that being said my favorite shot of the action scenes is when the pumpkin bomb explodes in Peter's face. That yeah, yeah, yeah. shot is actually my favorite. And that's why like, I would re- actually pick the ending as my favorite fight scene, but I'm going to pick the other one. But that one shot is phenomenal. Like seeing his face just get rippling and as everything explodes. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's during that the shot. final scene. He gets, final he gets scene. cut. Yeah. yeah. He gets cut during the, during the, uh, the burning building scene, but yes, then the thing blows the up and, and, and a very Spider-Man thing where half his mask is blown up yeah. or, ter- or torn away. And he's still, he's still going, he's still going yeah. with partial, partial mask. Yeah. And, and that scene was funny where he's like, he, he does, uh, he, it looks like a, almost like a stage play. Like the entire set is definitely yes. built in a warehouse yep. and he's like, he like pulls it down on top of him and stuff. Uh, I actually quite like, um, in the scene that I'll rewatch, I don't know if it's just because of macho man though, that, that wrestling scene in the opening, Okay. Um, was was just so funny and it's like it's like oh you're the you're the featherweight and he's like yeah yeah i'm, I'm fine i'm going in yeah. and then and then the cage drops and you're like what the hell he fought a whole bunch of other guys and then the guy yeah, gets and that was a like, cage I match yeah i can't feel my legs i can't feel my legs and then yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then he's the fighting human spider that sucks <laughs> yeah yeah shout out to bruce campbell um yeah. and, the, and then i think the macho chin. man brings breaks out like it's clearly looks like he's going to win this fight. And then all Spider-Man's doing is dodging. And then he grabs a chair. And yeah. then the next, the next thing that they hand to him is like a freaking, a metal, like crowbar. I'm like, what's the crowbar? Gonna do? Like, yeah. Like going to murder this kid. <laughs> yeah. I know. What was, what do you think Bill was more criminal? Him potentially using the crowbar to murder Peter Parker <laughs> or that really long mullet? Because there was absolutely no need for his mullet hair to be that long down his back. 
that was like encroaching on Crystal Gale territory. And for those who are wondering who the hell Crystal Gale was, you're going to have to look it up. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that was, it was a horrible, his hairstyle was atrocious. Like it, yeah. Uh, it also Mach Man at the height of his steroid injection and usage. Oh, he looked, he looked huge. I don't think he ever looked that big when he was actually wrestling. No. Well, he not when he huge. was in WWF or E now, but at the time, no, he was never that big. He, he, he was popping pills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So those like like and and when you think about it, actually, not that many uh, overall action in this no, movie. It wasn't we, we didn't have a montage of him mm-hmm. saving a whole bunch of people and stuff like that, which we got later in the uh, in the Tom Holland stuff. Um, so do we have any other favorite scenes? Like so some people have mentioned other comedy scenes. Um, so Fraser sets out when uh, when uh, when mm-hmm. Peter's selling the pictures to JJ. That was a great scene. Um Maybe the scene where um, he's he's late for dinner and then William Defoe is like looking around and, and puts two and two together and thinks figures out he's Spider Man. I don't know if you have another favorite scene in there, Rob. That we no, but that about. that scene did bother me. Like that's a huge amount of droplet of blood, right? Like you know, it's, it was it's, ketchup. It looked like a big thing of ketchup. It was yeah. like it was like, like so you can do all this on. other CG <laughs> and this blood drop you couldn't just actually yeah. take a, a yeah, fake blood small, prop and then you, you have like a big mass it looked like the size of like a giant silver coin on the floor i was like give me a break man um any other favorite you know i did like the bridge scene i will say like the bridge yeah. scene of him having to make the decision between saving mj or the kids um again we just saw that uh john a few years earlier in batman uh forever right with mm-hmm. val um val kilmer where he had to make a decision do i save robin or do i save dr chase meridian it's like mm-hmm. there's a lot from this movie that 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 takes from other movies that we had seen in the in a few years prior yeah 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 it's kind of it's kind of like um i i do i'm trying to think of what other scene i uh so so let's go back to to jj there, there's a scene where he uh, i think he names green goblin uh, I mean, yeah. like, get, get green goblin trademarked and the other guy's like yeah. how about green green meanie and the guy's like get, yeah. get out of my get out of my room yeah. and then he's he's smoking a cigar yeah and i and i think what does he, he say he's like it. you don't trust anybody yeah he's like he's he's like i trust my barber and he chucks yeah. the cigar out the window like it's nothing and then it, it comes so flying funny. back <laughs> yeah and then green goblin busts through the window and 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 it's actually pretty cool that his character um because green goblin's like where do you get the pictures and jay jonah james had actually does not snitch he's like he's like yeah. i don't know they come in the mail i'm like i'm yeah, like that's kind of cool to, yeah. to add on to jay jonah jameson's character that he wasn't he wasn't gonna just sell out his photographer but now um, that that scene had me cracking up i had to go back and rewatch it i'm like did he just chuck that cigar out the window now <laughs> that like, was like, call a lawyer or something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> sam raimi's brother though the guy oh, yeah. who, yeah, 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 the guy who's like, look at Green Meanie. He doesn't call him, and, and then he comes in, and, he, and he's yeah. like, Harold, and he's like, yeah, and then he sticks it, and he's like, <laughs> like, I wonder if that was improv, or that was, like, how do you write that in the script? You're like, he yeah. calls this guy, but he thinks he's calling on the phone, but he answers in person. <laughs> this is the gag. I'm like, I'm like, did, did they actually write that, or did someone, like, just come no, up I'd, with that on yeah, the spot? It, so it might have been improvised, or the day yeah. of, right? Yeah, so... <laughs> Scott's world is crashing. Oh, he just found out Miss sorry. Elizabeth died from a sorry Scott. I I was unaware too. I just noticed she stopped showing up when I was a kid, and I was like, "What happened to this character?" Oh, so, yeah, no. anyone wondering what's going on, Macho Man uh, Randy Savage used to have a female counterpart always with him, Miss Elizabeth. Uh, mm. But yeah, rest in peace to her. Um, so wow. All right, we can go down that road, but 
Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, any anything? Let's talk about um stuff that um is was was dated or or kind of odd. I know you want to talk a little bit about the organic web shooters, um, which were a big big deal at the time <laughs> that this movie came out. Um, do, yeah. do they still bother you, or are you just kind of like, man? No, no, no. It was it, so I remember again. Kids were going to, you know, we go back to the way back time machine, and you know, when the internet's were still kind of really freshly new. And I, I went to the IGN boards, right? Um, <laughs> and and from January fifth of twenty two thousand and one, because I guess the word had gotten out that they were going to be organic shooters. And this guy was like, I would just like to express my. Ex- Dream disgust and disappointment in Sam Raimi's decision to make Spider-Man's web shooters organic, right? And he's going on about one of the most defining characteristics of Spider-Man is that he is one of us and he makes and creates his own web shooters. Um, please don't be untrue to everyone's friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man. Don't be Hollywood this time and ruin what you've done. This time be the fan you say you are and give him back his, his hallowed uh, mechanical shooters. Uh, and then somebody had said, Hey, for everybody who's voicing your opinion, head over to www.noorganic.webshooters.com. The petition <laughs> is closed, but they're trying to deliver signatures of over 5,000. 5,000 signatures, John, to Sony. Um, but okay. I did take a look. That website is no longer in existence. No uh, way. Get out yeah. of here. <laughs> um, yeah, people. So people were really pissed off about the organic web shooters. I remember when I read it, I was like, that is really bizarre, but I accepted it. I, it made sense. The only thing I did question, like in the costume, there was, there was never an opening. Like there was nothing that was like, it would have to be a significantly sized opening to make sure it clears every time. Or he would have to insert some type of, uh, hose. Right. (laughs) Because, I was like, when you see the scar on, you know, where it is, I'm thinking, does it, does that mean it, like it, it flips open? Like this flap of skin opens up to release. There, like that would a, concern me. Like he doesn't have of... any sense of concern over any of this happening. But if I think that one of my appendages all of a sudden has a flap of skin that is opening, opening every time I do this and shit is flying out of it. <laughs> where, that would where really do these webs me. come from? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what like what else is happening to my body it it, it seems really bananas um it, it, it's odd that they went with that that choice as to not explain i guess to, to ease up i guess the explanation of why he had it instead of just going he developed these web shooters and then they also when he gets the costume he just has the costume they don't show how he makes the costume no they he show from, him he drew he goes it. from a God, sketch a great artist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's no way he would have had the the elements to manufacture this costume no. No. <laughs> but i don't know did did, did anything else um stick out to you one thing that stuck out to me was uh, like the very stalker tendencies that a lot of our superheroes have he's like watching mj from the window of his house yeah, and like he's like in the washroom and mj's over there it's yeah. it's it's kind of funny and there's like one moment where he's like uh kind of sh- kind of shirtless and like looking out the window at her and stuff like that. and you're like um do you later when you get when you get married or whatever, do you start telling your wife all these things? Oh, it's like, I, yeah, I used to look over into your window every day um, when I got up to brush my teeth. And then when I became a superhero, I used to follow you around and make sure you were safe. Is, isn't that I think, love? <laughs> isn't that love? But you know, you're right though. There, there are a myriad of examples of these heroes, these comic book heroes 
that are doing really creepy shit. I mean, every Spider-Man movie, they're always following somebody. Yeah, uh, Superman. My favorite returns. show, Smallville. He would he would watch uh, Lana Lang through a telescope in his yeah, barn, and you're like, right. and you're like dude. <laughs> what about Superman Returns with Brandon Routh? Right when he's yeah, hovering yeah, that, over yeah, their lake house problem. and he's just watching them. I'm like, like, what is happening? Why are all these people just like obsessed with these females that are just like you know, it's you've crossed the line into just crazy pervert territory, right? So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah anyways the organic web shares were were a huge thing it was i i remember the message boards were were rife with fanboys really pissed off and irritated and and it was the debate it was the debate of the day and once the movie came out and people saw it nobody gave a shit anymore but leading up to it holy moly it was it was crazy people were pissed yeah um what, what about the, the the music we we talked a little bit about a uh, hero at the top of the show um <laughs> do, do you think if they had put the nickelback song in here instead of macy gray that this would look less dated <laughs> yeah so it's really funny because like this was this was the song that was used to promote this movie um and it actually doesn't make an appearance until about five minutes into the, the end credits. They go with the orchestral music, and then all of a sudden this song kicks in after they've gone through the main cast and stuff like that. And it doesn't make any sense as to why you wouldn't have this song. Why did they not use snippets of this song in a montage throughout the movie? Like, I, you know, it never made sense to me. We remember... Um, again, going to Batman Forever with Seal and Kiss from a Rose, right? I mean, that song, even Great though track. that song, it is <laughs> it's an amazing track, but it was actually released on his second studio album way before that movie came out. Joel Schumacher liked it. The, the song never tracked well on the billboards. Joel Schumacher liked it, asked, hey, can I put it in the movie? Sure. They shot the video and that song became number one because of the video and the movie tie-in. Same with Hero by Chad Kroger uh, and, and Josie Scott became number one it sold that video was playing everywhere people couldn't get enough of spider-man clips and this song and yet it's never utilized in the movie it makes no sense to me i never understood that but yes oh, macy man. gray like what was like i didn't understand like when has macy gray ever been uttered in, in anybody's uh lips yeah in the last just just unfortunate like, that, so... yeah, that this artist did not kind of uh she, right she might still be making music now but it's certainly not on on the charts that we're aware of so you know no, no disrespect no disrespect yeah. to her or whatever but but whenever you put a musical artist like that into your into your movie um it's gonna it's gonna show the show the age yeah um so uh, i think yeah I don't, I don't, do we have anything else to to talk about in, in regards to wrapping up the movie. I had one hot take question for you, Rob. I don't know if you want to field it or not. Um, yeah, I'll field the, it. The, the Superman, yeah. So uh, my, my hot what take you, was what like... What you got? Yeah, yeah. So my hot take was that this movie uh, re sh could replace... Like, this is a hot take. This is not necessarily my opinion. But it could replace um, the your first superhero movie. So, like, Rob raves about Superman 78, um, how it's a template for all superhero movies going forward. The, would Could... Could this Spider-Man, since it's a little more modern, 2002, maybe not as dated as some of those movies, could, could it replace it? What, is, what does no. Superman 78 have that this movie doesn't quite have? I know one what of the answers is probably... Yeah, <laughs> yeah de definitely. One, and one of the answers is definitely Reeves and Margot Kidder. Uh, the chemistry between, between those two definitely trumps uh, Toby's and uh, Christian Stunt's uh, chemistry. So I, I just thought I'd throw that out at you. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. No, you know what? Like I did, I gave it a lot of thought. I, 
you know, yes, Superman, I feel is uh is dated in the sense of the the cars, the vernacular, the outfits and whatnot, but it's it's timeless enough that when you're watching it, you don't feel um you don't feel caught in a time loop, right? And you're that you're you can still relate to the things that are happening. You can still relate to the characters. You look at Ma Kent and how she interacted and how, you know, how she was, even in the short scenes that she had before he goes off to, to find him, you know, Clark goes off to find himself in the North. Right. Um, and then you compare that to how Aunt May is um, two diff different characters, two different takes on things. We know the, the origin story of Superman even before that movie came out, but the movie made it a very clear point. We're going to touch on it. We're going to tell the entire, the story of this person. We know the origin story of Spider-Man. We knew it before the movie came out and yet it really glossed over a lot. We didn't, there was no, like the main bad guy in Superman obviously was Lex Luthor, but you got a lot of backstory and history. You don't get a lot with, with this. Like you don't understand the conflict necessarily between everything between Spider-Man and, and Green Goblin. Sp Spider-Man refers to them like, oh, Gobby, what have you done? Like, you, there's it's no... Not, it's not there. They kind of cheated the, the Yeah, there's no time. history yeah. there to be able to deserve that type of a of a, of yeah, a Even William Defoe's like, uh, you were like a son to me. I'm like, when did that happen? When was, yeah. when was this... Uh, <laughs> when was this a thing? <laughs> yeah, so I felt like there's... You know, in Superman, you know, obviously he grows up as a teenager. You see that within the first 15 to 20 minutes, maybe, right? I including, sorry, including the, the destruction of Krypton. So maybe the first 20, 25 minutes, you see him and he goes off to, you know, find himself and the forces of solitude. And then it's a progression of him landing in Metropolis and then growing into the role of Clark Kent and Superman. But it all kind of takes place within a pretty, well, within a, a few months or whatever, or, you know, a couple of months, whereas Spider-Man, it feels like it takes place over the course of like three years, practically like they're just flying through things. And you're like, what is happening? Like they've they're in high school. Now they've graduated. Now they're in college, university, MJ, you know, they haven't seen each other in months and she's going off an audition. Like there's all these things happening. And and we are left to, I guess, as you say, when you know, when when Harry Osborne says you were a normal says you were like a son to me. It was never discussed. There is no there's no moments there's no moments between Peter and Norman getting to know each other and building that relationship. There's nothing. It's mm -hmm. all thrown in there and it feels very undeserved. Um, so so they, they, the they probably, they had too many ingredients, I guess, to make this film and, and, and 78 is a much more measured, uh, yep. well, well put together overall film. And I think, I, I think I see exactly what you're, I, I just kind of put this question together for, for, for jokes, but um, no, I, I, I see exactly what, what you're, what you're saying. Well, while 78, I guess it, it would be a slower pace for mm. today's youth or, or someone, yep. you know, trying to look for a casual watch to get through. I think you're right. I think it overall will um, hold up better uh, as, as a, as a, as a single piece. Whereas this one, you might need Spider-Man one and two to go together to form something strong enough to kind of stand up to uh, the 78, 78's kind of like feel. Yeah. Um, yep. So I don't know. If, I don't know if two is better. Like uh, a lot of people rave that two is yeah, better. Love one two. of the best yep. Spider-Man movies. So I don't well, know. If we're gonna one of the best comic and... book movies is what they, if people yeah. say, right. The one thing I did want to bring up though, John is, and I texted you this yesterday. I'm watching this movie and I'm watching the opening credits and I'm like, why 
am I getting a Batman 89 vibe out of this movie? Why are the opening credits the uh, so operatic? Um, and now you're not going through a giant spider symbol and this and that like you did with Batman 89, but the music. And I realized the musical score was by Danny Elfman, who did Batman 89. And there's a lot in this movie that cribs from the Batman 89. You know, uh, when when Vicky Vale is is falling and Batman dives after her and and he shoots the batter the bat gun the batarang and it goes up the grappling hook rather and he they bounce and he and they're swaying. It's the very same thing that we saw when MJ's falling in the building of New York and Spider Man dives and he grabs her and he shoots his webs up and he and he holds her and they get down and they swing off the giant balloons at the parade is exactly taken from the back yeah, 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 89 yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You yeah, um, just needed a really long gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in fact, in fact, here I would, I would, if I had the passage of time, if I had time available to me, then I would do this. But the screaming, every time MJ screamed, it sounded exactly like Kim Basinger screaming when she was falling at the end of the movie. It's the same tone and pitch of screen now i'm not saying that kirsten dunst did it i did you play I, them back to back or do you have uh can basically your scream memorized no, but you know what i think i don't think either i think i know that in hollywood they hire scream queens legit and even though i know it's yeah, yeah, and, and, they, and they splice and they, it in yeah and all they do is it yes exactly and so i think that they used a lot of the of of those special sound effects in this movie there's a lot in this movie that literally takes from batman 89 and it was just so glaring to me i was like wow i couldn't believe it so i just wanted to mention that people you want to go back listen to the opening credits of batman 89 and then re-watch the opening credits of this and and the music you will there are moments where it, it's almost note for note that danny elman has copied himself on on yeah, the yeah. score yeah, so. also shout out also shout outs to the long credit <laughs> intro sequence <laughs> i wish yeah cool yeah. world too over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool. wait man how many times are we going to mention cool world um in, in this in this week's uh, barrage of podcasts it's crazy um yeah. but 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 yeah, shout out to the long intro scene. I don't think we get that in movies anymore. They usually kind of keep it nice and tight or they have yeah. other things going on while the yeah. credits roll. This literally just forced you to watch a whole bunch of credits before the movie got rolling. So that's yeah. funny. Uh, shout out to a couple of the guys mentioned it before, Rob. I don't know if you remember the genetically spliced spiders. Um, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. They're just sitting out there on the floor. Yeah. Of, like... <laughs> of what whatever that demonstration was and the kids were walking around i'm like these are like these genetically altered spiders that you guys are going to use for whatever and you're just going to leave them out there yeah <laughs> and yeah. oh one's missing i guess it's oh, out for uh, you know i guess it's getting i guess it's taking a bath you know yeah, what you do I with guess spiders? Uh, you take yeah. them for baths or something like <laughs> i will say though the really guy who funny. plays the teacher i don't know if that guy was a little real teacher but he was speaking he probably had the most authentic on-screen teacher role ever when he's like yeah. You two were speaking during that woman's entire presentation. I tell you what, we're gonna have a discussion later on proper manners and stuff. And I was like, that's what a yeah, real yeah. teacher would do. Yeah. Man. And, he's, and he's like, if you say anything else, yeah. you will fail this class. I kid you yeah. not. Like, like this, this amazing whis whisper tone. Like, I, maybe it's yeah. one of the guys teachers in there. Like, hey, can you come in and do that speech? Yeah, because he was terrified. <laughs> yeah. I'm married to a teacher, and I can tell you, I, I 
I heard that <laughs> tone, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Lewis is shouting a cool, cool world. We nope. watch. Uh, Lewis, you <laughs> no. you can do the recon yeah. for us and let <laughs> yeah. us know. Yeah. You you. I didn't in. even know Brad Pitt was in that movie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, thanks. Any if anyone's got any closing thoughts on Spider Man, get them in now. Uh, I think we're just gonna wrap wrap this up. Uh, so overall, Rob, you're happy to rewatch Spider Man in in 2021, 20 years almost 20 years after it came out yeah, dude, 19 years um, and the fact that we're getting toby mcguire reprising his role i'm excited to see what he does more with importantly it. william defoe william defoe i really yes exactly really i'm looking forward to seeing him on screen he looks like a man who doesn't age very much like and and we watch john wick all of us collectively as part of the psychic show uh what was it five, six months ago john mm-hmm. um we watched john wick and you know he's in the first John Wick movie, and then seeing like he doesn't look like he ages. Like he's got very defined wrinkle lines in his face. He, but aged, he doesn't he look aged like to a certain point, and then he and stopped. Then stopped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, overall, I'm I'm happy I saw it. It definitely it doesn't have the same sheen as I remember it having. But that being said, it's still it's still good to watch. Like I think it's. It's good to know where you come from to see where you're going to be going. And I, and I think we don't get the Garfield Spider-Man, even though people don't like those movies. I, I think his portrayal of Peter and Spider-Man was actually quite cool. Uh, we don't get Tom Holland if we don't get what, what happened here. We don't get the MCU if we don't get 114 million opening weekend and 800 and something million worldwide with Spider-Man 1. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, what is what is your favorite of of the three? I, I don't remember the amazing, the, the, the Andrew Garfield one at all. I do kind of, I didn't mind uh, some of his parts, but I definitely think the Tom Holland one is the stuff that I've watched the most. Yeah, I actually just rewatched the two Andrew Garfield ones uh, a couple of weeks ago. the The fight scenes, the the swinging scenes, are really well done. Like especially in Spider Man Two, which people really hate, but the fight, the swinging fight scene with him versus Electro, it looks like a comic book, looks like a video game come to life. Like it just is so wicked looking it looks it looks great i thought his peter uh spider-man was way better than toby mcguire's in terms mm-hmm. of the the witty banter and the way he moved <laughs> again it's the absence of time toby mcguire was limited in what they could do right we also have to acknowledge that it's 2000 and they filmed this in 2000 right in 2001 they're limited in what they're able to do comparative to now right so um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I suspected probably wasn't even him in the suit most of the time. I, I would have to go and watch some special features or whatever. Yeah, um, but no, that I was probably that. a time where they weren't where they we weren't weren't letting their principal or main actor also yeah. do like dangerous stuff and also weren't making him wear the mask and and be on set all the yep. time. They were probably like saving him. So so now we've gotten to that era where your actor or actress is also an action star and has to kind of live like walk the walk almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. So um, w- would you ever watch Spider? Anyone in the in the comments do? Would you ever watch rewatch Spider Man three? And who else owns a copy? Because I think it came with your PlayStation two or something at one point. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. it physical and digital. Um, yeah, I I've got it. I haven't seen it in a really long time though. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the, I've only the, I think I watched it maybe once. Really upsets me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I the, the scene, moody the scene where scene. Harry, where where Harry Osborn is chasing Spider-Man on the hoverboard Horrible. or whatever. Yeah, I, I remember that being a very very cool action scene that, that yeah. they gave away and kind of kind of faked people out with. But yeah, I don't think I 
I don't know. Someone, someone go and do the recon for us and see if it's uh, worth yeah. watching. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for joining us again on your Thanks Monday night. Um, it means a lot to us. Yeah, um, we appreciate We had it. a lot of fun. So tune in uh, next Monday. Uh, we're not sure what we're going to do, Rob. We're, pro we're probably going to have to discuss, unless unless you want to watch Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, which would be a hilarious rewatch. Um, but we'll, are we we'll, are we'll we are we are we taking next week off because of Labor Day or no? Oh wait, yeah, we might not be here. Yeah, Labor Day. Yeah. Everyone might be busy, so we might be taking next week off, and then we'll be back after that. The 13th. Um, so this week, yeah, tomorrow we should have uh, what's new at Heroes World with Andre, as long as our shipments show up on time. Uh, Wednesday, I don't know if he's got another comic creator lined up. Uh, Thursday, we'll be here with, uh, hey, what did I miss? Uh, random shenanigans on that show. A lot of uh, hilarious things happened last week. So we'll see if we can reproduce that for you guys uh, this week. Uh, Friday, uh, the book club wrap. So if you haven't watched Andre's uh, Star Wars Heir to the Empire uh, with special guest uh, Scott in the chat right now, Scott Graziano. Um, I hope I didn't butcher your last name. I probably did. I'm sorry, Scott. Um, Megan. We should call them and Scott Jesse. and not like yeah, I think, Dave I don't know if, or Matt yeah, yeah, or somebody I know. else. I don't know if Jesse's in the comments anymore. Um, but yeah, oh, ooh, this is a good suggestion. Gordon actually starts talking about Halloween movies. I, I was trying to see if I could fit in Candyman this week because I know Sarah really wanted to watch it, but I, I couldn't get to it. So uh, maybe maybe we should do some uh, your favorite. Hall oh, let's start brainstorming. Okay, everybody start brainstorming your favorite Halloween themed movies. And maybe we'll we'll at least sneak one of those in before October. Um, so uh, I think I think that's a wrap. Uh, Heroes World podcast will air on Sunday. We'll be talking about what if and I don't know that's what else. It. We'll see. It's it's and a crazy people, weekend. So everyone yeah. have a good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And so people who are going to be looking for a, a Shang Chi review, we're holding it off for a week. I think the most of us are seeing it this weekend, so it will not be here on Sunday. The review we'll probably be have it the weekend of. Uh, probably Sunday the 12th is what we'll do. So if you're looking for a Shang-Chi review, John, if I'm right, we're probably going to be doing on the 12th of Sunday. I th I th yeah, I think this this weekend's going to be... Allow busy. people... Kid kiddies are back to school. To, yeah. Some people might not be comfortable going to theater. So we're going to we're gonna give it some time, but we are looking forward to seeing Shang-Chi this weekend. And some of you guys, uh, I will see you there. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I think that's I think that's it, right? That's it, man. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. We're out. All right, a thank lot of you. fun, guys. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you again, Rob. Thank you, everybody. Oh, thanks, chat. John. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The stupid, the stupid mirror things. How how long have we been doing this in yeah. this mirror thing? I don't know. I think because I, we go, I think because we go back and forth. Like I don't know what is what is it? is this the cabbage patch or is this the? No, I don't know. But it's in Spider Man Three, right? This, the this hair. is called a move. This is a move. I think it's I don't called know. the cabbage I, patch. Isn't like punching? Aren't you? Isn't this the Rocky no, montage? Think, anyways, the, the the speed bag. We're gonna call it <laughs> the speed bag. <laughs> but yeah, oh, look at some people already shutting up. Beetlejuice, Sleepy Hollow. Uh, uh, what else? Baron, Baron Zemo? What's Baron Zemo? Oh, that's a, the Baron Zemo. Oh, the dance, Baron like Zemo this. dance, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah, no, that was a fist bump. I don't know. Okay, yeah. yeah, let's 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 brainstorm. Hit 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 me or Rob up with your favorite uh, Halloween movies, and we're gonna try and fit at least one of those in uh, before before Halloween. Yeah, let's do it. All right, thank you, everybody. We'll catch Thanks, you on the guys. next one. Take care. Cheers.